From CITI Program, I'm Darren Gaddis, and this is On Campus. Today, what is an academic leader in higher education? How to make an academic department successful? And what resources do higher education institutions provide? I spoke with Elizabeth Riley, Dean of Health Occupations at Cerritos College, about being an effective leader. As a reminder, this podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not intended to provide legal advice or guidance. You should consult with your organization's attorneys if you have questions or concerns about the relevant laws and regulations in this podcast. Additionally, the views expressed in this podcast are solely those of the presenter. Hi, Elizabeth. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you very much. To get us started, Elizabeth, what is an academic leader in higher education? Uh, It's someone who has been a part of uh, an academic unit for a particular period of time, typically as a faculty member, and it's someone who really cares about um, their department and wants to take it in a direction that will lead to success both for faculty and for the students. Um, They are a person who can guide their team toward the realization of that vision, Uh, There's someone who can manage the challenges of change along the way. And they're a person who can help their team problem solve, seek to remove barriers, and help facilitate solutions to problems when they arise. I think that an academic leader is someone who can challenge and support a team of highly intelligent and skilled professionals in a manner that honors their expertise and encourages their growth. Elizabeth, unpacking that a little bit further, and from your experience, what leadership skills should academic leaders have? I think the the biggest uh, skill that you need is empathy, compassion, um, being able to respond to the challenges that leaders have to deal with with empathy and compassion is really the way that you build those trusting relationships with those that you work with. Um, and it, it kind of helps you build a, you know, the trust that you have and that you build in those moments allows you to deal with difficult situations as they arise. Um, I also think it's important to be organized. Uh, that, that always helps. Um, it's uh, helpful to be comfortable with public speaking. Um, and that's something that, you know, comes naturally to some and not to others. And it, it But it's definitely a skill you can build. I remember um, when I first started as an academic leader, um, planning out exactly what I was going to say, having really detailed notes, and even sometimes scripting some things I would say. And, um, you know, I just don't do that anymore. Um, you just get comfortable with it after a while. And so that's something that um, I think is a really important skill to think about developing. And then I'll also say that um, basic technology skills with um, Excel, PowerPoint, etc., are so important because they can make your life so much easier. Um, they make your job easier. So knowing how to use those tools effectively um, is really key. We just discussed what leadership skills an academic leader should have, but what makes a successful academic department? So I think a successful academic department is a department that works together towards shared goals that are aligned with the institution's 
objectives, their strategic objectives. Um, I think a successful department is one where respect is the most important rule, respect for one another. Um, I think a successful department is one where uh, student success is at the top of your priorities. You're always asking yourself and each other, is this what's best for the student? Um, And then I think the last thing I would say about a successful department is it's one that eliminates inefficiencies. And so this kind of goes back to that piece about, um, you know, becoming familiar with the technology tools that will help make your job easier. Um, inefficiency are, inefficiencies are the thieves of time and joy and success. Um, you know, change is hard, but if you can eliminate uh, waste in processes, it saves so much frustration. It eases the stress of your team and helps avoid burnout. Elizabeth, we've discussed a lot about the skills individuals need to be successful leaders, but how do these academic leaders also encourage their faculty, staff, and students to be leaders themselves? this is one of the most important aspects of leadership is identifying potential in others and helping people reach that potential. Um, I think you look for people who do great work, uh, people who go above and beyond, who really care about their students, their colleagues, the institution. Um, You can give them stretch assignments, opportunities to see how they perform in a leadership role. Maybe it's um, being a lead faculty or leading a committee. Um, see how they like the the feeling of expanding their um, their influence, their sphere of influence. Um, I think also sharing your own experiences of leadership and sharing what you see in them um, and their potential to be a leader is really important. Don't be afraid to compliment people. I, I make a habit of telling people when I'm impressed or when they've done a good job. It only takes a few seconds, but it can it can really change someone's life to hear positive feedback from their leader. So I think making a habit of that um, is important. It also sets the stage for giving constructive feedback later when needed. So when you are are complimenting someone and telling them when they're doing a good job, you're building trust with that person, and then they're more open to feedback when you need to give it to them. Thinking about future academic leaders and professional development, what resources do higher education institutions provide leaders with to be successful? Many institutions provide professional development opportunities, both internally and externally. They might do webinars or courses. They might bring in um, guest speakers. Um, I have seen uh, book clubs where you read uh, professional development books and and have discussion groups and maybe skill-building groups. Um, Of course, uh, attending workshops and conferences. Um, And then also, I think one of the most effective pieces I've seen is mentoring programs. Um, So even if your institution doesn't have an official uh, mentoring program, it's always good to find a mentor. And, you know, that may be your leader, your boss, or it may not. 
Um, it may be a colleague who has been in a chair role for a long time and, and has advice to offer and feedback and just someone you can um, bounce things off of to get ideas on how to handle situations. Um, I think it's important for institutions to provide access to executive leaders. So again, with um, providing that mentorship of being able to discuss leadership with um, your most senior leaders and get guidance from them. Um, I think it's also important for higher education institutions and especially senior academic leaders to be there to help uh, their, especially their new leaders when they fail rather than berating them or, um, you know, just telling them what they've been doing wrong. It's so important to let them um, process those failures because that's how we learn. Elizabeth, given your experience as an academic leader, what advice do you have for administrators, faculty, and staff to effectively lead an academic department? I think the biggest piece of advice I have is to listen to, respect, and build relationships with your team, with your colleagues, with your leaders. It's so important to um, really manage up, down, across um, when you're a leader, especially as a department chair, because you are sort of in the middle um, between upper leadership and faculty. And so it's just really important to build those relationships um, at every level. I think it's also important to create a safe space for your team to share problems and concerns. Um, you want to make sure that they feel comfortable coming to you. And I think the best way to do that is to be authentic, to be yourself, to show that you care for your team, to advocate for them. Um, I think just being transparent, getting comfortable with difficult conversations, I think that's part of transparency. Um, one of the best books I think you can read to prepare yourself for this is a book called Crucial Conversations. Um, it helps give you tools um, for talking to people when the stakes are high. So um, we tend to have a fight or flight response. Um, the adrenaline's flowing when you're going into a difficult conversation, when you have to convey difficult information. And this book really gives you the tools to use to, to help make those conversations a little easier. And once you do them a few times, um, you do realize that that going into those conversations with a willingness to listen and a willingness to see the other person's point of view, but also knowing that you may have to deliver some difficult information and doing that in a kind and tactful way um, is one of the most, most important skills that you can develop. What else do we need to know? Um, I would say that, um, you know, something about my own journey in leadership, I was really a reluctant academic leader in the beginning. Um, I was kind of pulled into leadership, and I'm so thankful to the people who saw something in me that they wanted to cultivate. Um, leadership has been the most rewarding experience of my uh, professional life, and, and it's really helped me grow not only professionally, but personally. And then the last thing I would say is set healthy boundaries, um, uh, be compassionate with each other and with yourself. Elizabeth, thank you for joining me today. Thank you very much. Be sure to follow, like, and subscribe 
to On Campus with CITI program to stay in the know. I also invite you to review our content offerings regularly as we are continually adding new courses and webinars that may be of interest to you. All of our content is available to you anytime through organizational and individual subscriptions. You may also be interested in CITI programs becoming an effective leader course. Please visit the CITI programs website to learn more about all of our offerings.